I'm Robert Burke Warren, and welcome to an Americana Christmas, coming to you from the beautiful Bearsville Theater on the outskirts of Woodstock, New York, the most famous small town in America. Woodstock has always been about music, and music has always been about bringing people together. It makes us feel our connection to one another, and neither rain, sleet, snow, or this damn pandemic will stop us from making it and sharing it. So support live music however you can. Here comes Santa Claus, ho, 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 Mr. Comet and Cupid know the way. We know you can't get out to shows these days, so we're bringing the show to you. The holiday season is upon us, and we've got some great folks here on the Bearsville Theater stage to help us get into the spirit. Woodstock legends Jay Unger and Molly Mason, Lara Hope with her band The Arctones, plus we've got wonderful archival Bearsville Theater performances from Happy Trom's Solstice Celebration shows, and some conversation with author John Millward about Woodstock's place in Americana music. I'll be sharing some holiday chestnuts from Jesse Winchester, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer and our neighbor, John Sebastian, the fantastic Jill Sobule, singer-songwriter Pat Alger, and the uniquely gifted Jeff Muldoon. To get us in the Christmas party mood, here's Jeff Muldor with his daughter Claire on lead vocal, accompanied by jazz legend and Woodstocker Roswell Rudd on trombone at the Christmas ball.
That was Jeff Muldor's At the Christmas Ball, originally cut by Bessie Smith in 1925, getting us off to a rollicking start here on An Americana Christmas. And now I'm excited to introduce y'all to my friend John Millward, with whom I've shared many a Woodstock stage. I even had the honor of playing the Buddy Holly song Not Fade Away at his wedding. John has written about music and popular culture for more than 40 years, contributing to Rolling Stone, the New York Times, the LA Times, and the Boston Globe, among many others. He is the author of Crossroads, How the Blues Shaped Rock and Roll and Rock Saved the Blues, and the soon-to-be-released Americana Land, where country and Western met rock and roll. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. It's often been said that it's hard to define Americana music, but you know it when you hear it. Can you talk a bit about that? Personally, I went to Miriam Webster, who defines it as a a genre of American music having roots in early folk and country music and added rock and roll, bluegrass, and folk into my history, which really runs from the Bristol Sessions with Jimmy Rogers and the Carter family up through the pandemic. I'm glad you mentioned the Bristol Sessions, often called the Big Bang of country music. Do you consider the basement tapes and the band the Big Bang of Americana? I mean, what's your take on that? Well, to follow up on the Big Bang notion for a minute, I would say the Manhattan Project was the mid-50s with Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis and Carl Perkins having records that went to the top of the country, the R&B, and the pop charts at the same time. So that's the essence of what Americana presumes to be. And the basement tapes are certainly a latter version of that. In a way, Dylan was going through his own back pages, singing Johnny Cash songs and all manner of old folk songs and kind of updating his appreciation of the Harry Smith anthology. The remarkable thing about the basement tapes, beyond the fact that it explored all these sort of Americana, what music that became known as Americana, was that he also composed a whole album of incredible songs that he never packaged as an album in 1967. All those songs were sent off to Manfred Mann with The Mighty Quinn and You Ain't Going Nowhere, uh, which ended up on The Bird's Sweetheart of the Rodeo. Yeah, I'd say 1967 in terms of Americana was a big year. John, thanks for those insights. And thanks for coming in and being part of an Americana Christmas. Thank you, Robert. And everybody look for John Millward's Americana Land in bookstores, spring of 2021. Speaking of the aforementioned band, here they are, singing Christmas Must Be Tonight. down to the manger see the little stranger wrapped in swaddling 
load the Prince of Peace The wheels start turning Torches start burning And behold wise men journey from the east How will you, baby boy Bring the people so much joy Son of a carpenter Mary carried the light This must be Christmas, must be tonight A shepherd on the hillside Where over my flock I abide On a cold winter night A band of angels sing I heard a voice Say fear not, come rejoice It's the end of the beginning Praise the newborn king How a little baby boy Bring the people so much joy Son of a carpenter Mary carried the light Coming up next is a tune by the wonderful Jesse Winchester, whose debut album was produced by Robbie Robertson with Levon Helm on drums. Rolling Stone hailed the recording as Organic Americana, and Bob Dylan said, you can't talk about the best songwriters and not include him. Here's a little backstory on the next tune. In 1967, faced with the impending draft, Jesse became a conscientious objector and moved to Montreal. He often joked that he should have checked first, since he didn't speak French. Mared. Anyway, it was a cold winter, and I guess he probably missed home, so he wrote, Mississippi, You're On My Mind. And then he and Robbie wrote this next song about a little four-letter word. Snow. Snow. 
six o'clock newscast And the weatherman mentioned snow As soon as I heard that fall out of work I was making my plans to go If I was a bird I could fly back south Or maybe I could go to sleep But anything rather than hang around here When the snow starts getting deep Snowflakes, how there ain't no two the same. Well, all them flakes look alike to me. Everyone is a dirty shame. My ears are cold, my feet are cold. Bermuda stays on by my And I'm here to say that if winter comes, the spring is a way behind. Up next, Kingston's own Lara Hope and the Arctones. This combo hit the ground running in 2012, releasing music and barnstorming the country with their distinctive blend of roots, rock and roll, and rockabilly twang. Despite COVID, Lara, with Eddie Ryan on lead guitar and Matt Goldpaw on doghouse bass, have kept busy with weekly live streams, an album, Songs in the Key of Quarantine, and the COVID-themed song and video, No Time to Get Bored. Check them out at larahopeintheartones.com. Here they are, right here, right now, socially distanced on the Bearsville Theater stage with some great advice for everyone stuck at home. No time to get bored. Here are some suggestions 
Tones. That was rockin'. Thank you so much for being a part of an Americana Christmas. It is so wonderful to hear live music in the Bearsville Theater again. Oh my gosh, yes. Tell us a little bit about this COVID anthem, No Time to Get Bored. Well, March 11th, 2020, we uh, were planning on leaving for a six-week tour, and then it got canceled. Um, same day as we closed on our first home. So things had really changed a lot for us over the course of 24 hours. And we suddenly found ourselves um, in, the, in this new space that I think lent itself to being a good place to create um, and having all this free time. So we decided to kind of uh, channel our energy and we uh, wrote and recorded ourselves for the first time and an EP um, called Songs in the Key of Quarantine. And I guess the single off that is... Uh, no Time to Get Bored, which is um, kind of 
a rule book or a, a guide, a reference, I'll call it, to all the things you can do if you're stuck home during quarantine and you're not really sure what to do with all of your newfound free time. Um, or if, you know, you just have some extra time and you're at home and you're not sure how to fill it, this, this uh, will give you lots of ideas. You've really kept busy with a new album and these live streams. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, the we hopped on the live stream train pretty early. Once we saw that all the shows were canceled and we saw a couple people started to do live streams, we said, hey, we, we could do this. Um, so we've done a live stream every single Monday with the exception of one week that I had to go to traffic court um, <laughs> since March. And the coolest thing about it is that we have developed this like core group of people that tune in every single Monday night. I mean, given there are our stragglers and we encourage, you know, more people, everyone, please tune in, you know, any and every Monday. But these the, this group that from all over the country and some even from Europe, some of them we've never met, some we've maybe met once at a show that tune in every single Monday. And because it's online and there's a chat, they've all become friends with each other and they've developed this rapport. And it was kind of magical. Oh, thanks again for coming in and being a part of an Americana Christmas, you guys. We really appreciate it. You know, your, your enthusiasm is contagious, and it's really inspiring the way you've kept on keeping on doing what you do. Thanks again for coming in. Have a wonderful holiday. Thank you for Thank doing you. this. One of the most beloved Woodstock Christmas traditions began in another troubled time when people were forced to cut back, make do with less, and to trust a new commander-in-chief to figure it all out. Sound familiar? Here's that true story about a kind Woodstock woman whose generosity inspired the whole town to come together in the dark days of the Great Depression. Christmas Eve, 1932, Woodstock, New York. Like the rest of America, this little Catskills town is in the depths of the Great Depression. FDR is promising a new deal to relieve the country of its economic woes. But on this cold Christmas Eve in 1932, hopes for better times in Woodstock have dimmed with the shortening days. Children are not expecting much in the way of gifts from Santa Claus. Agnes Schleicher, proprietress of the Jack Horner shop, wants to bring some light in, some hope. She has conspired with the town of Woodstock and the choir and musicians of the old Dutch church on Tinker Street to bring the community together with a free outdoor Christmas show in front of the church. December 24, 1932, is a Saturday. At 6 p.m., the bells begin ringing down at the old Dutch church, down Tinker Street, where the street lamps have just come alight. Neighbors excitedly leave their homes, rushing over the shoveled sidewalks, snow crunching underfoot. A sweet anticipation warms the air as all converge on the village green. The street lamps suddenly go out. A spotlight cuts through the darkness and alights on the steeple and facade of the church. As the choir sings Silent Night, the spotlight dims, followed by rapturous applause. Just when the town folk think it's all over, sleigh bells jingle in the near distance. A cheer goes up and someone yells, Santa Claus! As Agnes had planned, Santa is making his way slowly up Mill Hill Road in a Ford Model A pickup. He hollers, ho, ho, ho! 
he steps out with a pack slung over his back. From the village green, Santa distributes gifts to over 150 Woodstock children. For many, this is the only gift they will receive this Christmas. In years to come, Agnes Schleicher's gift to the community will become a tradition. The Woodstock community will undergo many changes. Sons go off to war. Rock and roll arrives. Then the 60s, the festival, Albert Grossman's Bearsville Enterprises, and a new millennium. Christmas Eve on the Woodstock Green continues through it all. Santa eventually becomes the main event, the mode of his arrival a closely guarded secret, a big reveal in front of a growing crowd. It will change every year. The funding for it all comes from local businesses. The old Dutch church choir and a small ensemble continue to play classic carols, and stores offer hot chocolate and paper cups to ward off the December chill. Friends meet and catch up. As the event morphs, the most important aspect remains. Christmas Eve on the Woodstock Green offers everyone a feeling of connection to something greater than themselves. Thank you, Agnes Schleicher, for starting it all. And thank you to all who worked with her in the dark, uncertain times of 1932 to bring light to Woodstock. And thanks to Santa for showing up every year. Since 1999, Happy Trom's Winter Solstice Celebration has helped Woodstockers bring light into the world and keep the local arts alive. Of course, it's on hold in 2020, but nevertheless, we've got a wonderful song to share with you from the Bearsville Theater Archives. This 2009 performance of Stephen Foster's Hard Times Come Again No More was particularly special. The Bearsville audience witnessed an intensely moving version of an American standard that has great meaning this year. Feel free to sing along at home. Here's Hard Times Come Again No More. in life's pleasures and count its many tears while we all sub sorrow with the poor there's a song that has lingered forever in our ears oh hard times come again no more tis a song a sigh of the have lingered around my cabin door Oh, hard times come again no more 
we seek mirth and beauty and lightness all the day. There are pale forms fading at the door. Though their voices are silent, their pleading looks will say, Oh, hard times come again no more. Tis a song, a sigh of the days you have lingered around my cabin door oh hard times come again no There's a pale drooping maiden who toils her life away with a worn heart whose better days are ours. Her voice may be merry, she's sighing all the day. Oh, hard times come again. Is a song the sigh of the weary Hard times, hard times Come again no more Many days you have lingered Around my cabin door That was beautiful. You know, Happy has brought so much to the Woodstock community and beyond. For over five decades, his homespun tapes has kept alive the folk tradition of trading licks and sharing songs. Homespun features the largest catalog of Roots music lessons anywhere, the original masterclass. Check them out at homespuntapes.com. Now, I am pleased to welcome to an Americana Christmas consummate teacher, performer and keeper of the flame, Happy Trom. I was recently uh, reading in Small Town Talk, but you moved here in 1965 to, uh, to live with, uh, with your wife, Jane. And um, so you've been here through so much. And my question is, uh, a lot obviously has changed in Woodstock, in the music scene, but I'm curious, uh, what has remained the same through all those decades of music in Woodstock? Jane and I first visited our musician friends in Woodstock in 1965 or so. Uh, we came up to see John Harold 
and uh, Billy Fair, both of whom were friends, both from New York and had been living here for quite a while. So um, it kind of introduced us to the music community here, although we already had known many people from New York City, including Bob Dylan and Albert Grossman and uh, many other people that we knew from the folk and sort of folk rock scene in the city. And we entered a, a very tight-knit and very um, beautiful community, really. Not so much with the big stars, but with the people who were kind of uh, just making a living, nitty-gritty uh, folk and country and bluegrass musicians, like John Harold, like Bill Keith, Jim Rooney, people who eventually formed the core of uh, the Woodstock Mountains Review back later in the 70s. Um, and Woodstock has uh, both stayed the same and changed dramatically. Uh, the way it stayed the same, I think, is that it's still attracting artists and musicians, and there are many young, talented musicians. Now I've been here more than 50 years, and I'm still seeing really fine musicians coming into town and making a difference to the community in many ways. So I think Woodstock remained a magnet for talented people of all stripes. And I certainly hope it continues that way into the future. Can you tell me why you chose this particular song for the Solstice concert? We had been doing the Solstice concert for quite a number of years already. And we constantly are thinking about songs that would fit the theme of both community and helping out our neighbors, which is the idea of the Solstice concert. Uh, it, was always a benefit for the Woodstock Bird Cliff Guild. Uh, and they really were instrumental in helping us start these solstice concerts. <clears throat> but we also like to raise money for other causes as well. So Hard Times Come Again No More, which is a 150 or so year old song, um, was just has the the universal feeling of feeling empathy and feeling sorrow for people who are less well off than you. And Stephen Foster, of course, who's known for a lot of zippity doo type songs, uh, was this was one of his more brilliant and long lasting songs. I mean, it's been, it's been sung and it's had a huge renaissance in recent years. There've been dozens and dozens of recordings of it. And, with the singers that we have on our show, with Teresa Williams and Amy Helm and Eugene Ruffalo and Byron Isaacs, I mean, those guys are such beautiful singers that I tried to think of a song that would both encompass a certain uh, sentiment and also that would en encompass people's ability to harmonize. So it was perfect for those things. Thanks for being here today. Uh, my pleasure. Happy's old friend and one-time bandmate from the Woodstock Mountains Review, singer-songwriter Pat Alger, followed his muse to Nashville, where his tunes got covered by Garth Brooks, Dolly Parton, Don Williams, and Trisha Yearwood, to name a few. He came back north to Bearsville to grace a solstice celebration with this number, about a southern boy going home for the holidays. Something I can sure relate to. Take it away, Pat. I'm gonna make it home by Christmas 
down among the Georgia pines Sing a few songs about Jesus With a good friend of mine You know mama's gonna be in the kitchen Baking up a pumpkin pie I've been away so long that my accent's gone Everyone's gonna wonder why Mason Dixon's on the line We'll tell him that I'm doing fine And buy us a bottle of bonded whiskey And we'll talk over old time Well, they put a new fountain in the town square They built a new statue too Oh, the place may change, but the faces are the same Ones I always knew And Mason Dixon's on the phone We'll tell him that I'm coming home And buy some bottle of Tennessee whiskey And we'll talk until dawn Still down in Dixie, Mr. Larry. Down among the Georgia pine. And when these cold winds blow, I long to go and see those friends of mine. And Mason Dixon's on the line. We'll tell him that I'm doing fine. And buy some bottles. Talk some more old times Mr. Dixon's on the line We'll tell him that I'm doing fine And buy us a bottle of whiskey Talk over old times I'm gonna sing a few songs about Jesus With a good friend of mine Christmas is usually represented as a Norman Rockwell or Hallmark event with family gathered around the fireplace in reindeer sweaters singing hymns and drinking cocoa. Wrong. If you've ever watched Schitt's Creek, Modern Family, any Wes Anderson movie, or Congress for that matter, you know that modern families come in all shapes, sizes, and shades of dysfunction. For instance... Here's a song by Americana pioneer Robert Earl Keane, performed by Jill Sobule, whose first album was produced by Todd Rundgren right here in Bearsville. She is one of the most versatile, entertaining artists you'll ever hear. If you don't know her, check her out. You'll get the idea. Here's Merry Christmas from the family.
wouldn't be a Christmas show without a Hanukkah song. A lot of my friends celebrate both, which brings me to Woodstock's own Emmy-nominated Jay Unger and Molly Mason. This duo has been making music together for decades. They've graced stages all over the world, from a Prairie Home Companion to the BBC's Transatlantic Sessions. Here's Lights of Hanukkah from Jay and Molly. It's Hanukkah, lights of 
Hanukkah Shining bright on a winter's night Nights of Hanukkah Lights of Hanukkah Let me warm my soul in your joyous light Children are the true Lights of Hanukkah Shining bright on a winter's night As they dance and sing And their voices ring Let me warm my soul in your joyous light Lights of Hanukkah Shining bright on a winter's night As they dance and sing And their voices ring Let me pour my soul In your joyous light Jay Unger and Molly Mason, thank you so much for being here on An Americana Christmas. Welcome. Our oh. pleasure. What a joy. Thank much you. Much fun. Thank you, especially for bringing Lights of Hanukkah into the house and bringing mm. the Hanukkah vibe. Jay, tell me about that song. Uh, I wrote it for my daughter, Ruthie. I know her. Also known as Ruth Miranda or Ruth Unger Miranda of the Mammals. Yes. Well, um, I want to talk a bit about the Ashokan Center. And I know that... Um, that you have kept going at the Ashokan Center. All of us in, in the, this pandemic times have done what we can to keep going. And I know that, that there's been a, a move to a lot of more obviously virtual events over there. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about how that's been going? One of the great things about virtual, when you do something uh, on the ground, we're calling those terrestrial these days. I like that. You need more lead time because people have to take time off from work or their lives and you know, pack and travel and all Figure that. Figure out what to do with their pets while they're gone. But with virtual events, they can drop in and drop out. They can uh, be doing something else and jump in for an hour of it. So um, we find that we can get things going with only a few weeks lead time. And I say that because we're just beginning to plan something for New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that something's going to happen. I just something know that happen. we cannot be stopped. That's that's what we're doing here today. Is that we. Well, you know, people can't go out to shows. They can't go to the Ashokan Center to go to a camp or to a show or to an event or anything like that. So at least for right now, I, I keep saying for right now. But going forward, I, I know that you guys will keep providing uh, opportunities for people to get together in various ways at the Ashokan Center. So We're reaching people we never could have reached before who may never be able to come here. Uh, we've had people in Australia, New Zealand, Tokyo, Hawaii, Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> wow! Yes, the, 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 there is there there is that side of it, which is a, which is an upside, and we'll probably continue post COVID. Where can people find out more about this? Ashokan Center, A S H O K A N Center. dot o r g. Thank you so much, Jay and Molly, for coming by and being part of Americana Christmas. We really thanks appreciate for, it. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. We had a blast. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Thank you. One of the best things to do in lockdown is to make music in your own home. And that's what I did not too long ago with some friends of mine. 
you know, it wouldn't be a Christmas show without a novelty song from Gene Autry. So here's our rendition of Gene's Santa Claus is Coming in a Whirly Bird. Must have been Los Angeles. The news is out and I've been told It came by wire from the great North Pole I'm sure each boy and girl he heard Santa Claus is coming in a whirly bird Santa's coming in a whirly bird Christmas night in a whirly bird So if you're good and you don't goof The whirly bird's gonna land on your roof Santa's coming in a whirly bird He turned his reindeer out to graze Listen, we're amazed. Rudolph said with a happy shout, I'll go with Santa and help him out. Santa's coming in a whirly bird, Christmas night in a whirly bird. So if you're good and you don't goof, the whirly bird's gonna land on your roof. Santa's coming in a whirly bird. I know that it may sound absurd. Santa bringing toys in a whirly bird But Santa's been checking with the U.S. mail And with a helicopter he can't fail Santa's coming in a whirly bird Christmas night in a whirly bird So if you're good and you don't goof The whirly bird's gonna land on your roof Whirly bird, whirly bird, whirly bird, whirly bird Santa's coming in a whirly bird There's a bike for Mike and Mo A talking doll for Jane and Joe There'll be toys for every child If you promise not to drive your mom and daddy wild Santa's coming in a whirly bird Christmas night in a whirly bird So if you're good and you don't goof The whirly bird's gonna land on your roof Whirly bird, whirly bird, whirly bird, whirly bird Santa's coming in a whirly bird Where to begin with our neighbor John Sebastian? For starters, his work with the Love and Spoonful is part of the bedrock of 60s popular music. He's a blues scholar and harmonica virtuoso, a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and his song, Welcome Back, was an integral part of my childhood. In addition to all of the above, John wrote, Have a Good Woodstock Christmas, and in 1987 recorded it with the stellar NRBQ and a chorus of Woodstock kids. Proceeds went to the Woodstock Community Center, which, just like John, is still going strong. We're going to let John and NRBQ take us out and into the holidays and beyond. From me, Robert Burke Warren, and all of us here at the Bearsville Theater, thank you for your support as we renew this wonderful place. We wish you and your friends and loved ones all good things in the coming year. Until we connect again, stay safe, do for others, let others do for you, and keep the music in your heart. As the winter winds start blowing And the snow falls on the ground Then however far I've wandered I'll come back to my hometown Where the people greet you softly And invite you to stop by Where the folks still sing at Christmas And the spirit's still alive Have a good Woodstock Christmas To every boy and girl Have a good Woodstock Christmas And the best year in this world 
Now the path has not been easy Since Christmas time last year And sometimes it's hard believing All those Christmas songs we hear But although we don't have riches Still the tree is in the hall And we'll find the love we're given Is the greatest gift of all Have a good Woodstock Christmas From every girl and boy Have a good Woodstock Christmas Americana Christmas was produced by Bob Kaminsky and Robert Burke Warren, written by Robert Burke Warren. Our executive producer is Lizzie Van. An Americana Christmas was engineered by Robert Frazza at the Bearsville Theater, Bearsville, New York. Special thanks to Gary Burke for Christmas at the Almanac Hall and to Cynthia Adler for narrating Christmas 1932.